Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Diversity in Fellowship, our uh, latest episode. Uh, today we are going to be discuss- discussing um, what it's like to build diverse friendships uh, between uh, black folks, white folks, people who are different from you, uh, just just uh, working along those lines. Uh, Kenny and I are brothers from a different mother. Uh, that's kind yes. of a, a phrase that uh, one of my college professors used to throw around a lot, and uh, I, I like that, and I think that's uh, a right way to do that. So, uh, so kind of getting us started, Kenny, in this discussion about you know building diverse friendships. Does does this need to be something that is just organic? We just kind of let it happen and wait for it to happen, or is it something that we need to be intentional about? We kind of need to kind of make happen. Mm-hmm. I would say both. And what I mean by yeah, both, both yeah. is that you should be intentional as to trying to form friendships with people who are different than you. Um, you should seek individuals out that you can um, just, you know, spend some time with and, and learn some things about them and form those relationships but there are also going to be opportunities to where these things just happen. I just think about, you know, um, just my lifetime, how a lot of my, my friendships that have that have really grown close to people I've really grown close to, I wasn't necessarily seeking them out. Mm. It's just something that happened, right? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to be, um, I would say, open to... You, not only do you need to be intentional, but you actually have to be open to when people just walk up to you and start a conversation that, hey, let me lean into that more instead of just saying, well, I didn't seek these people out so that, man, I can't have a relationship with them. Hmm. I think God will send you people sometimes that will that he wants you to have that relationship with. And you need to lean into those things. What would you say about that, brother? Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I, you know, I'm giving you a hard time about saying both, you know, but um, cop out. That's right. You can't say both. No, yeah. I mean, I there there is just some truth in that. I do think if you stop and you look at your life and you say all my friends are exactly the same, right? right? I have no diversity in my relationships. Then you probably need to lean a little bit more towards being intentional. Yeah, you know, uh, because that that may mean that. For whatever reason, you know, and you may say, "Well, I don't have any, you know, I don't know anybody." Or what? Well, okay, that's fine, but but be intentional, you know. Try to try right. to seek that out, and uh, that may take some time. It may not, you know, it, um, mm. doesn't doesn't always happen. And and again, I mean, you can obviously go about the intentional the wrong way to where it feels forced or it feels, you know. And yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll talk about that, you know, some some kind of ways to avoid that in a, in a second. But but I but I do think. I just think you have to be, to some degree, intentional about it. Right. Now, now, obviously, like you said, in God's providence, organically, that can just happen. You just meet folks, and you're working at the same job, or you're, you know, uh, your kids are playing on the same sports teams, or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and those things can just happen, and those things can develop, and that's great. Uh, but 
but there is again because of the our tendency and i think we all have to admit this the tendency for mm-hmm. white people to kind of hang with white people black people to hang with black people right like you there has to be some intentional i want to break down some of those barriers i want to make friends with people who don't look like me you know in that regard um and so i i think there has to be some intention i mean i, I guess if i had to chew i would fall more on <laughs> At least at this point, it, it's yes, organic is good and that is great and that's wonderful. Right. But a, a lot of times you're going to have to be intentional. I mean, you're going to yeah. have to. I mean, you'd agree. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I would. I would probably say lead even when I when I say organic that you are being intentional about leaning into those things that happen organically. So I think about even I you know you. our relationship. So you you send me a message. Um, at fields of faith and that to me that's intentional for you but is organic for me right and so in, in that moment i need to be intentional about saying that i'm actually going to lean into this opportunity i'm going to actually um meet this request for lunch right instead of saying well i didn't I wasn't the one who, you know, initiated this. Right. So I'm not going to lean into it. So we have to be even intentional with uh, the organic side of it. When God sends you someone that you maybe wasn't even looking for, that you actually have to act upon it and and see where that will lead you and not necessarily just cut it off because it wasn't necessarily you were looking for it at the time. Right. Okay, so I'll, we'll phrase a term. It's it needs to be intentionally organic. Right. Let's in, put a hyphen in there. It's one. Oh, word. it's one word. No, man, you gotta <laughs> stop making two words. One word, man. That's not how right. it works. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the sense that you are looking for just oppor- You know, it's not like you're just meeting random black people. You know, if you're a white person, right. you're meeting a random black person, just saying, "Hey, I need to be your friend. We need to be." Fr-, you yeah. know, but I mean, you are looking for those kind of organic. God puts you in the same sphere with this person, whatever. Right. But then there does need to be some intention, intentionality in, hey, I want to get to know this person better. I want to spend some yeah. time with them. Yeah. You know, we're going to hang out. We're going to go eat barbecue together like mm-hmm. you and I did. I mean, that that has to... So, yeah, I think there needs to be... And there even has to be intentionality as to where I go. So if I know, if I'm constantly in places where there are going to be people exactly like me, mm-hmm. then... It's going to be hard for me to form relationships with people who are not like me. Hmm. So, um, if I'm in the in in clubs or organizations with people who are exactly like me, I need to make sure that I'm going to places where I know there will be people who are not like me. And so, there there needs to be a, a certain sense of intentionality um, with how we are operating in our in our lives, so that we can meet people organically right um to to have those relationships with i don't i I laughed at you because when you said when we're in clubs i thought you meant like not the club club club. not the club club club, i'm talking about like lions club (laughs) rotary club i'm like man you see how my brother think he trying to (laughs) that many people at the club kenny he trying to go out on saturday nights before sunday morning i'm I'm talking about man i'm a civic clubs i can't can't make friends at the club, man. See how he try to get I'm down. Married. Oh, Kenny, man. I'm a married Come on man. Now. We can't go out 
to the club. To the club. Before. Clubs and organizations. Yes. Like, oh, yes. that's what he means. That's yes, yes. My bad, my bad brother. Uh, okay, so, yes, I, I think it is, you know, both and in that regard, right? Right. You want to do... So let me ask you, this is this is going to be an awkward question, but I think this is one of those awkward questions for white people. Yes. That, like, do you ever feel as a black man, right, that, like, somebody is just forced, like... They're just trying to be friends with me because I'm black. Absolutely. And I would say, like, that's when God revealed to me that I still had um, some racial issues that Mm -hmm. I needed to deal with. So we were, um, first time we attended the the church that we attended in St. Louis, there was a couple who um, greeted me at the door. You know, they said hello, but they kept asking me questions. And my thing was, what do these white people, like, why are these white people being nice to me, right? right? They must want to, like, ease their conscience or they must want, you know, to say that they have black friends or whatever to, hmm. uh, I, I don't know. So I was like, uh, I was looking at them suspicious. And then, but right. they just continued on with it. And I was like, I mean, they, they love me. Right. Right? They actually want to get to know me. They actually love me. And God had to deal with me on that and be like, you you still have some um, racial issues as far as trying to judge people's motivation for Hmm. for doing things. And I would say, yeah, I I mean, there was a bit of racism in me and that I would judge the motivations of white people who are being nice to me all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, from kind of I think from the you know, sometimes from the from the white perspective, you know, it's kind of this, oh, you know, that it's just going to be awkward or it's going to be weird or they're going to think I'm for, you, you know, but it doesn't have to be that way. Right. right. I mean, you knew from the beginning I was intentionally befriending you in part because you were a black pastor. Right. Right. I mean, but in some sense you could have said, well, I'm, I'm being intentional about that because you're a pastor. Yeah. I mean, just a pastor. But, right. Um, and so I, I think, I think we're all mature enough, <laughs> at least to some degree, right, to kind of say, Hey, we recognize this as a need in our lives. We we need yeah more diversity. We need diverse friendships, and so in order to do that, we're going to have to be intentional with that, right? And that could be awkward at the beginning. It doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. you know, but it, but it can be. And I think we just kind of have to work through that awkwardness, you know, and um, make sure that that's that's happening. So, um, all right. So a couple more. Where where, where do we? That kind of leads us to a good thing. Where where do we start? What are, what are some good kind of basic ways? We want to be intentional. We want to let it happen organically. We've already kind of hit on some of that. But how do we how do we kind of get started? I would say the best way to get started with that, and I mean with any friendship, is to do it over lunch. Yeah. Right. Uh, do it over coffee or something to that nature. Because I mean, we love to eat. We love to drink. We mm-hmm. even see that in the Bible, how the meal was, you know, there, there was a relational component um, to meals. And so I would say you you meet, introduce yourself to somebody and set up a lunch, lunch yeah. date, coffee date, whatever that is. And I mean, then you then you get to the part where you're just trying to get to know somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in, in order to get to know somebody, you have to ask questions and you have to listen. Yeah. What would you add to that, brother? Yeah, I know. I think that's good. I mean, I uh, I remember a few years ago we were doing uh, small groups, and we start we were doing small groups in my in our in our home, and we started we decided we were going to start having a meal, and having a meal 
drastically impacted the dynamic of the small group. Right. There was something about it that just kind of made us re- relax, and we were more open to share, and uh, I think people people were more interested <laughs> in coming because food was involved, right? You I mean, know but, it. But there is something. I mean, I know that sounds kind of silly, but I mean, I, I think the I mean, I think the idea of sharing a meal with other people is a biblical idea, right? It I don't want to make I don't want to over spiritualize that, but but I do think there is something right about just saying, hey, let's go get some coffee, let's 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 go eat, you know, let's go share a meal together. I just want to get to know you, and and it and it may be right. It can happen where you go and get to know somebody, and you realize, okay, we we are very very different. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you had two, three. You know, don't just write them off because of the first meal. But you right. you could have you know two or three meals together and realize, hey, you know, we're maybe we're different. You know, and. Um, maybe, maybe, you know, this isn't going to, but that doesn't mean you, you can't still have meals and can't, right. I mean, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about and, and granted our situation was different because we were both pastors, but you know, as you get to know one another, you realize, okay, we're actually more like-minded on this. And so we can continue to do this or we're maybe, you know, and so I, I feel like you kind of have to go into it, um, looking for that common ground. Um, right. I think that's a big part of it. You know, you and I, when we first the first meeting we talked about authors we liked, you know, yeah. and where we were preaching, what we were doing. Um, you know, we, I think I'm pretty sure I, we talked about kind of where we grew up. I mean, just, yeah. just back, just basic stuff, you know, I mean, just basic, you know, background. Uh, and again, I think that key of, of listening, you know, of really hearing the other person um, is, is, is so important. Uh, yeah, those are, those are good thoughts. Any other thoughts on kind of how to get started or what to, um, what to do there? Yeah, I would say just don't, you know, don't overthink it too much. It, it yeah, really is. Um, just, hey, have a conversation. Figure out a way to have a conversation. Make time right. for it. Um, it's, not, it's not something too hard to, to over, you know, it's too hard that we need to, you know, put it off and try to think through it. Just, I would say just, just do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's. Here's maybe where some hopefully this will be helpful to the listeners. What are some mistakes to avoid? Pitfalls, um, areas where we could actually this could go wrong, or um, what, what are some what are some kind of cautions you would give? Right, um, I would say cautions I would give is <laughs> there are so many. But let me just I would say for. And I'm speaking in generalizations, so don't don't get all upset at me for <laughs> right, right yeah. for painting with too broad of a brush. Yes. But um, got to be careful with the terminology we use, mm-hmm. the the words that we use. Um, some people, it's best to ask um, a black person um, what they would like to be referred to as. Like some people are okay with being called black. Some people would prefer you use the word African-American. Some people wouldn't don't care either way. And so we have to be careful with our terminology. But on the flip side, I would say that we also need to lead with grace. And that's, you know, kind of one of our values is that to lead with grace is to understand that people in those situations that they're coming in with a certain certain amount of uneasiness because they don't know what term to use are they they're going to say things out of ignorance instead of out of hatred and so we have to be willing to show grace to lead with grace 
and and not immediately jump to the conclusion that somebody is um, a racist or trying to mm-hmm. harm us simply because they use a certain word. Now, I think there are certain words that we know <laughs> are off limits, right? Yeah. But I think that sometimes like people can um, be innocent in saying a word and we can jump down their throats too quick. Um, when they say it, instead of um, showing them grace that has been extended to us as well. Yeah, I I mean, I'm going to do another. I'm going to I'm going I'm to join with you in our our generalizations today. But I think, speaking for white folks, at times I think there is this fear. I'm going to say something stupid. Uh huh. You know, like I'm going to say or not stupid. I'm going to say something offensive. Right. Which is the one thing I don't want to do. Yes. You know? That's the one thing that I'm, you know. And so there's this real apprehension of, I, I just, it's just, you know, it's just, I don't, is, is the risk worth it, right? right. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to offend somebody. I'm afraid I'm going to say something that hurts them. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I think for me, for you and I, what was good is I, I just tried to say early on, one, I tried to ask a lot of questions early on. Yes. And similar, I mean, I mean, I don't think my first question was, do you want me to call you a black or African-American? I mean, I don't think that was my first right, question. Don't, don't lead with that. Right, right, right. But that, I mean, that was pretty early on. And yeah. I think I think one of the things that was important that we kind of established a rapport early on that I felt like if I say something that, that, that is going to be somewhat offensive to Kenny or whatever, he's going to gently correct. Like he's going to right. gently say, yeah, you might want to, you might not want to use that term. You might not want to say it that way. And, um, and, and the same, same thing for me. Right. And so I think that was really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and just trying to, uh, and just trying to say, Hey, we're, we're going to, and that's, you know, part of leading with grace. I and mean, we were getting ahead a little bit, um, as far as our discussion, but, but I do think that's, that's part of that is, is establishing, it sounds weird, establishing rules. I mean, you don't want to establish rules, but, um, but just being, and, and instead of like, if you, if you would have said to me, uh yeah, I don't know if I would have used that term. Like my, I don't need to shut down at that and be like, oh, right, blown it. I, you know, it's over. <laughs> yeah. I will never. I just need to be quick to repent. You know, and just say, oh Absolutely. man, you know. And I, like, we we have a real bad tendency of being defensive. You know, and well, yeah, I, you know, I've always heard that. I've I've always said, <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have to defend it. You know, just say, oh okay, I didn't realize that was you know, my my bad. You know, just just apologize quick. to... So, I mean, maybe, um, I, I think, and, and probably to kind of identify what that is, it's probably pride, right? Right. I mean, we, we bring pride into this situation. We don't want to say anything silly. We don't want to do anything like that. And then when it happens, our pride kind of wells up, you know, if, because it will happen. Like, you, yeah. It's very likely that you're going to say something. That, I mean, we do that with all kinds of friendships, right? right? We say hurtful things. We say things that maybe somebody, we didn't know this experience that they had. You know, and so we, then we say something, and they're like, "Man, I don't," you know. <laughs> and, and, and so, but what we're good at is, you know, the best friendships are honest enough to say, "Hey, this hurt me," or "This this maybe wasn't right. the best way," or "What did you mean by that?" You know, just asking those questions, giving the other person the benefit of the doubt. I, I think we have to avoid our our pride. I mean, that's one of those big, that's right. one of those big pitfalls that. Uh, we've got the world figured out. We've got everybody figured out. We know how to have relationships. Well, we've still got things to learn, right? <laughs> Lots still got, to learn. Uh, we've still got ways to try to work through that. So, what? Yeah. What other? Um, what other? Any other pitfalls or things to avoid? Yeah, just basically what what you were kind of say is that we all have things that 
we still need to learn. And mm. so with that in mind, we should avoid lecturing. Oh, man. Right. That's we should true. avoid lecturing unless someone asks us a question and, and wants us to go into a bunch of detail with it. But we, we need to avoid um, lecturing people, giving them a long speech like we have it all figured out right. and that they are dummies in, in, in some mm. sense. So I would say avoid that um, very much uh, to a strong degree. Uh, and I would say avoid um, especially those those conversations that can be really divisive though those shouldn't be i wouldn't say don't introduce those in the first time you meet yeah right um yeah. i think you need to like like william was saying is to establish that rapport before mm. you jump into um those difficult um conversations you need to have some sort of capital with one another before yeah. you um jump into those conversations that can be pretty thorny at times right right yeah, you don't want to lead with politics. Right? No, 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 no. Do not, do not do that. Uh, not, abort, <laughs> abort mission. Uh, this is not going to go well, right? Right. Uh, don't, don't, don't lead with that. So, any other, uh, any other things that you you see or you think could possibly be um, uh, problems or difficulties or things to avoid early on? I would say also, uh, you know, something else to avoid. I mean, there's going to be overlap between some of these things yeah. as well. Is that don't um, don't immediate like don't start um, getting too clingy, clingy, but also don't oh, yeah. push back. You mm. know, don't. Um, I mean, set set some sort of rhythm as far as how how we're going to meet, but don't. You know, I would I would say don't don't go too fast, but don't go too slow. Yeah, that's what I would say is that find some sort of agreeable rhythm for you all to get to know each other, and in, instead of just immediately, you know, jumping in all all in in the face, and, or just right. being so like, oh, we met one time, so uh, I'm okay now. <laughs> like, no, that 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 doesn't work. So yeah. I would say find some sort of rhythm as far as meeting right. is concerned. Yeah, it's not like you you meet them the very first time you're like. Will you be my best friend? Right. <laughs> like you're like you're, looking at you're him my like, best friend. hey, we're best friends. Like, like no, you, you're not that. You want to kind of close that with a handshake, not a hug, right? right? You know, right. you just, uh, you, you know. And of course, nowadays you can't even do either one of those with nope. the. Don't with do it with the, in the pandemic, situation. right? Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that's. I mean, I think that's helpful. You know, just just knowing those boundaries. You know. Yeah. Um, moving slow. I do think you're right, though. It's good to point. It's good to say, especially for. I think for our white listeners, right? It, it's, you know, just because you went to, you know, oh, we went to, uh, we went to coffee together. I'm good. I'm not mm-hmm. a racist, you know. I'm, I'm <laughs> right. I'm, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Like, no, 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 no. You know that there's, there's difference between a relationship, a friendship, and right. just an acquaintance or just a, you know. And so I, I think you have to, you have to be more intentional. More, you have to pursue that a little bit more. Yeah. All right. So what are some? And we've we've already kind of alluded to 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 one of these that I think is really important. But what are some keys to success? Say commitment. Okay. Good. Like, commitment. Re- really Flesh being that out. Yeah. Um, committed to um, committed to the, the the process. I would say committed to um, the relationship succeeding. Mm. Like going going in with a uh, with the mindset that. Um, you know, once again, lean with grace, not necessarily yeah. going in with the mindset that this, I'm going to think the best about this person and not think the worst 
uh, about this person being being committed to that and and not really straying away from that. Uh, one thing I do is you know I can sense when someone is um, kind of on edge about am I going to say the wrong thing? Right. I can sense that, and so I try to disarm them, like in a sense to where. Hey, it's okay, man. You know, yeah, don't. It's, it, it's okay if you, you know, you say something um, mm-hmm. because I, I know, right? If if I'm meeting with you, I have a sense that you actually care about me mm. at at some level, <laughs> right, right? Right. It may not be, you know, we're not we're not best friends yet, but I know you care about me at some level that that you have agreed to go to lunch, or you or you've asked me to go to lunch, right? So let me try to ease some of that tension by um, just letting them know I'm not going to be easily offended. I'm gonna hmm. I'm gonna lead with grace on in, in some of these manners. What about you? What would you? Yeah, I think I mean obviously lead with grace. I mean we mm-hmm. keep coming back to that, and that's yeah. you know very very important. Don't don't be easily offended. Right. right? Uh, if one of the awkward conversations does happen or whatever, don't you know? Don't have to be offended. You don't have to be defensive. You know, like just. You know, probably another one. So you got lead with grace, uh, and you talked about this earlier. But listening is, oh yeah, we're just not good at that. Yeah, and so I mean, force yourself. If you have to force yourself to just, you know, have three or four questions that you're going to bring, and you're just going to ask those questions, and you're just going to listen. Right. Right. I think that's I think that's a big deal. I mean, that is a real key is learning how to listen to one because because people friendships form when people feel heard. Right. It, otherwise, it's just one-sided. Yeah, you know, and so you really want to avoid that, you know. And listening to to learn instead of listening to respond. Yeah, right. I mean, many times we we listen so that we can have a response ready instead of yeah <laughs> listening to actually you know learn and yeah, to yeah. love and mm-hmm. and. Yeah, like ask that. follow-up. Like, you know, if you have a question and somebody's answered, instead of just immediately saying, oh, well, let me tell you about my... Right. Like, ask follow-up questions. Ask, well, tell me more about this. Or, man, that's really cool. Tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, those types of things where you're communicating, hey, I really am, I really do want to get to know you. I really am excited about, you know, getting to know you. And, and I do love you. I care about you. Right. Right? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully we're talking to Christians, you know, a lot, and for the most part, we're talking to Christians here. And so, you know, we need to learn how to love others and, and genuinely care about people, even if we don't know them that well, even as we're right. getting to know them, right? We need to show that love. All right. Well, cool. That's uh, some good stuff. Any other thoughts on creating friendships, developing friendships, keys to success? Yeah, I would say uh, one, one thing that's really important is that you have to do life together. It, okay. it has to go beyond yeah, lunch. Good. It has to go. Uh, I just remember uh, with, with you and I, you know, how, you know, I, we were at the hospital with my son and you came to visit. Mm. Like how yep. big that was for me to to see you care about me enough to uh, drive 30 minutes and just, right. you know, check check on me and my family. You have to do life together. There has to be some sort of intimacy with one another and just, you know, not doing lunch at different places, but just coming over each other's house and, yep. you know, hanging out and whatnot. Mm. It has to pro- progress to not being superficial, but that we're going to go underneath the surface. We're going to um, really do life together. Cool. Right. Cool. All right. So what's uh, that? Uh, that leads us to our crazy uh, question, our crazy question for the day and so uh let me let me pull it out okay so here it is here's our crazy question for the day who was your famous hero 
when you were young? When I was young, my my famous hero, because I loved baseball and I played baseball, my famous hero was Ozzie Smith. Ozzie Smith. Stop with the St. Louis Cardinals. Go Cards. I mean, Ozzie was, of course, the best shortstop ever, especially fielding. He's the best right. fielding shortstop ever. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be Ozzie because I played shortstop for a little while. I couldn't do any flips, though, but... You know, I aspired to be able to do flips as I ran yes. out on the field as Ozzy Smith did. So Ozzy Smith was my famous hero when I was young. What about you, brother William? Yeah. So obviously we're both sports guys. Uh, that is one thing we share in common. Um, so kind of generally, yes. <laughs> generally, I liked all the short sports people. <laughs> right. So like I liked uh, in in basketball. I it was remember Tim Hardaway. Remember yeah, that dude? Like, Tim was, Hardaway. Short, right. Killer you know? crossover. Yeah. I mean, I was a Tim Hardaway fan. And uh, in base, baseball, I was a Ricky Henderson fan, yeah. mostly because he referred to himself in third person, which right. I think is great. <laughs> I really want to get to a point in my life where I can do that, because uh, William wants to talk like that. Right. You see, William you see? wants to talk like William that. William wants yeah. to do that. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, Ricky Henderson would, would kind of. I uh, I collected baseball cards, and my goal was to like yeah. get all of my Ricky Henderson, get all the Ricky Henderson cards. So be worth something. So I liked the guys who were. You know, short guys. Yeah, doing the things that I was <laughs> trying to do because that gave me hope that one day I was going to make it to the NBA. One day, one day it's going to happen. All right, cool, uh, great, good stuff, good questions. Hey, if you have a question for us, listener, uh, please uh, shoot it to us at diversityandfellowship at gmail dot com. Uh, we would love to use that or ask that on. Um, uh, on the podcast, and so you can share with uh, uh, share share with us any questions you might have. Um, we want to leave with what's a good um, uh, resource for diversity. Good resource for forming friendships and kind of how to navigate yes. difficult um, issues within that fr- within those friendships is Letters Across the Divide. It's a book by a uh, pastor who is black and a pastor who is white, who are both friends with um, each other. And uh, their names are David Anderson and Brent Zucker. Z-U-E-R-C-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Letters Across the Divide. The byline is Two Friends Explore Racism, Friendship, and Faith. It's a good read. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, we will catch you next time. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.